0: Podcast is brought to you by the Deluxe Edition Network. To find more great shows on our network, head over to the Dan Dot Show. We are midway through the NFL season, and the divisions are kind of taking some shape. Find out what Devin and I think the winners of each division will be. This is How We Judgmental. Hello, hello, and welcome in to a little kind of extra bonus episode, I guess you could say. Dare Devin? Bonus content.
1: That's
0: right, we got bonus content here in our sports episode with me, as always, the sports co host, Devin. Devin, what's up? How are we doing tonight? I am doing fan-fucking-tastic. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, doing beautiful as we all remember we just had our recap episode for week nine and a couple of you know stories popped up right there and i decided let's get a mid-season division winner prediction so we're going to go through division by division and we're going to see who we think is going to actually win the division and talk about some things and i just referenced You know, this past recap, we had some interesting stories. And it's actually going to come into play right here in our very first one we're going to talk about, which is AFC East. And, well, this one is pretty much self-explanatory. It's going to come down to the Buffalo Bills or the Patriots. But the Patriots are on a three-game win streak, and the Bills did just lose to the Jaguars. So it kind of begs the question, is Buffalo going to run away with this division like we all thought they were? Because right now they're at 5-3, and and New England, they're at 5-4.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a runaway for the Bills. I think it's going to come down to, you know, if who basically wins out the rest of the year and who ends up winning the division games. So for all we know, Buffalo could end up losing it by one game. But whoever ends up winning it, it's going to be such a close race that they will have definitely earned that division.
0: Looking at the schedule right now, Buffalo is yet to play the Jets. So that's potentially a couple wins, but they did this with the Jaguars. So the Jets are probably a couple wins, and they're actually yet to play the Patriots. Hmm. So they haven't played their division Patriot rival yet. So if the Patriots can find a way to sneak away with those two wins against the Bills, then they may be looking... I'm mean, looking pretty good. The Bills, uh, the yeah, the Bills do have a uh, mid-December game against the Buccaneers, but other than that, it looks like there's a uh, schedule is fairly simple. Um, in a couple weeks, they play the Colts, but I don't know. I definitely would have thought the Bills would just be running away with it. I criticized them in Week One when they lost to the Steelers, and then they came out and they ended up winning like four or five games in a row, and it was just like, oh, okay, you guys are. A really, really good team, and I figured, you know, oh, they got the division handled. Yeah. But yeah, looks like New England is making a making a statement, saying, "Hey, we're here and we're not exactly a crap team." Right, and everybody's
1: that was everybody's thought process though—was that the Bills were just going to run rough shot on this division, like the Patriots did for fucking years. But it's fucking New England. Like, they don't lose very often, and yep. when they do, they get pissed off and bounce right the fuck back.
0: Right. And if they are gonna miss the playoffs and they're gonna lose, they're gonna miss the playoffs, but they're still gonna have like a way above five hundred record.
1: <laughs> right. There's they're still gonna be ten and seven or you know, nine and eight.
0: Yeah. They're, they're still... not
1: gonna miss it by fucking six seven games. They're gonna miss it by one, maybe two.
0: What's actually really interesting right now is I'm looking at these uh, standings right here. The Patriots are 1-4 at home, and they are 4-0 and o away. Yep. So they don't play very well at home, apparently, but they play really no. well on the road. <laughs> and
1: I, I think that has something to do with, you know, the fact that you've got a rookie quarterback that has only played in fair weather his entire career because he played in fucking Alabama. Yeah. And now he's getting used to it getting cold. Granted, it's still November. It's not too terribly cold yet, but... It's kind of like Lamar Jackson. He played in, what, Louisville?
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So you have to get used to getting cold real quick in the winter. Real cold in the winter, I should say. And that's when, like, it takes a year or two. That's what finally you have to get used to. So I think once he's able to do that, they're just going to fucking run roughshod over this division again, like they've done for
0: years. Right. All right, well, moving on, we go down to... Arguably one of the toughest divisions in all of football. There's actually a, one other division that I would say battles it as far as, like, toughness. But we're on the AFC North. And with the Browns' really big victory over the Bengals this past week, it's tough to see. Obviously, the Ravens ended up winning, so they're sitting up top at 6-2. and two. Um, Steelers are in second place at 4-3. and three. And... You know... Gosh, it is so hard to try and pick a winner. I don't think it'll be the Steelers, so it comes down to Browns, Bengals, or Ravens. Right. And I don't know. fucking.
1: If you look at it, the Baltimore Ravens are two games, depending on if the Steelers lose um, tomorrow night, they are either one or two games ahead of the Steelers. They are two games or a game and a half ahead of cleveland and cincinnati respectively so it is so fucking close that you can't sit here and definitively say oh baltimore's gonna take it because for all we know baltimore could end up crapping the bet against the browns and now the browns are up so this is one of those things it's going to come down to a week 17 game i guarantee it it for all we know, Baltimore could crap the bed the rest of the season. Look like shit. I doubt it. But who knows? But if I had to pick a fucking division winner, I'd have to go with Baltimore. As much as it pains me to say it. But at this point in time, Baltimore looks like they are the most ready to take this division. Yeah. But it it's just like any year. It's any fucking team can take it. It's just this year more so than any. Because every team in this fucking division is fan-fucking-tastic.
0: Right. That is the way it is looking. Cincinnati, I remember a couple weeks ago, was sitting atop this division or battling to be the top of this division, but they've proceeded to lose two in a row. And the Steelers, who were at the very bottom, have now won three in a row. And like you said, depending on what happens tomorrow, because at the time of this recording, it is late, late um, Sunday evening, so they got the Monday night game against the Bears. We'll see what happens with them. I kind of think that they'll beat the Bears and they'll probably end up moving to five and three, which gives them their fourth win in a row and solidify them in second place right there. So moving on here. To- Sorry, go ahead. You no. can continue. I don't okay. want to talk about
1: the Steelers anymore. <laughs>
0: Fuck them. Okay. <laughs> moving on to the AFC South. Um, Titans, Colts, Jaguars, uh, Texans. Uh same thing as the AFC East. Uh, your bottom two teams are Jacksonville and Houston. Obviously, they're not gonna make a run for that division. So it kind of comes down to Tennessee or the Colts. And the Colts, who aren't exactly horrible, I don't think they have what it takes to win that division. Um, even with Derrick Henry out, the Titans were able to win. So if they're on a five-game win streak right now, uh, if they can keep that up and they can keep going, then they'll be just fine as far as, like, their schedule, the remaining parts of their schedule. I mean, they play the Saints, who are without Jameis Winston, so they're kind of banged up. Then they play the Texans, and then they have a tough game against the Patriots, but then they play the Jaguars. So, I mean, like, they're, three of the next four games are, you know, almost just pretty much wins for the Titans. So right. I, I don't see the Titans, you know, faltering by any means. And, I mean, the next games for the Colts are... They gotta play the Jaguars, which might be a win, but then you gotta to go to the Bills and then the Buccaneers. And then you play the Texans, yeah. which could be a win, but then you play the Patriots, which could be a tough game. So three of their next five games are against very good teams. And then I might honestly after that they play after the Patriots, they play the Cardinals and then the Raiders. So the Colts have got a tough, tough road ahead of them. So I don't think they're gonna end up battling up or, you know, overtaking Tennessee for this division so I give this division to Tennessee I gotta say they'll take it
1: Yeah, there's there's nothing I can even spiel upon here but Tennessee is just they're gonna fucking run away with that division it's no fucking contest even without Derrick Henry they're still just gonna ramble everybody in this fucking division yeah. like I think hands down they have the worst or easiest I guess you could say division they're the only one in there with a winning record
0: mm-hmm so moving on down to the AFC West this was when I talked about the AFC North AFC West was the other really tough division that I was talking about whereas your worst team is Denver at five and four so your worst team is above 500 and then it just goes up from there five and four Kansas City Chiefs Then five and three Raiders five and three Chargers all right my personal opinion on this one is I think it comes down to Raiders or Chargers. Obviously, we, I don't Denver, I don't think, has the weapons to do it, I, as, as well as they are playing, and they're playing very good. I don't think they have what it takes to make that push for a division win. Kansas City, we talked about this during the recap. They're just, they're they not figuring it out. They're having their struggles, and it's not looking good for them. I mean, they did just beat the Packers, but they ended up winning 13-7. to seven. So, whereas you beat the Packers, you barely beat an Aaron Rodgers-Packers. So, kind of big question. If Rodgers was playing, they probably would have ended up losing that game. Okay. So, Kansas City is just not the same Kansas City team. So, I think it's come down to the Chargers or the Raiders. And, man, that's a tough call. If I had to just go with my gut, I want to say uh, the Chargers would end up taking it. I think Herbert is just, even though Derek Hart's having an amazing season, I think Herbert's just doing better. Yeah. Right now, mm-hmm. and I think the Chargers have more weapons. And I don't want to like sound like a like broken a, record. Uh, maybe not broken like like a sourpuss here, or trying to put like a you mm-hmm. know or trying to put, trying to put a team down. But I think the whole Henry Ruggs incident is definitely gonna play on the Raiders yeah. going going long term. They're gonna realize they don't have that deep threat weapon. Yeah. Um there's gonna be more stuff coming out about what's happening with him and it's like his trial and all of that, and you know, people are gonna be thinking about it, talking about it, and you're just gonna have yeah. all of this like noise surrounding the Raiders, and I think it'll probably get to them and make them not take the division. I give it to the Chargers.
1: Yeah, and to expand upon the Henry Ruggs thing real quick while I talk about this. Um Derek Carr was asked about the Henry Ruggs incident. And I think it was the game after it happened. I may be wrong on that. It might have been the day after, but... Yeah, because this was the game after. So it was the day after it happened. Um, But uh, he he talked about how he was super upset and sad that he did not see his jersey there in the locker and how it was like a brother to him and had he called, he would have picked him up. I think it's going to weigh a lot more on Vegas than you see it happening now. But... For all we know, they could end up playing well, but I doubt it because you also have the John Gruden shit you got to worry about. I think your interim coach is going to end up losing a lot of his respect with two even two losses. Um, Denver, don't even need to fucking talk about Denver. They've just had an easy fucking schedule. They played the Browns and we saw what happened. Mm -hmm. So they're just, in my opinion, over fucking hyped. They aren't going to do shit. So in my opinion... I think it's going to end up coming down between the Chiefs and the Chargers. Mm. Okay. But penultimately, ultimately, I think the Chargers are going to take the division. They just have shown more consistency, and the Chiefs have not been playing well at all. Like they were one and three. Everybody started panicking, so they went to you know, two and three, and then they lost another game, or sorry, not lost a game. Then they ended up going to three and f- or four and three. That's what it was, four and three. And now they just lost again. So it's like, who the fuck knows? They they go on streaks where they win, then they lose, then they win, then they lose. So if they can't get hot and stay hot,
0: I think the Chargers are going to fucking take it. Yeah. I have picked the Chargers to take it. And that's right. I completely forgot. I have, The Henry Ruggs thing has got me. I, I completely forgot that. Just, you know, two, three weeks ago, John Gruden was fired. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on with Vegas right now, and... They got they got a lot of things going on with them, so it's probably gonna play <laughs> on their psyche.
1: And I think the NFL and the uh Raiders themselves would all appreciate if we all forgot about the John Gruden thing and just focused on Henry Ruggs. Because that gives them
0: sympathy and pity. <laughs> yeah. Certainly does. Alright, so moving on to NFC. As so we go to NFC East, uh <sighs> Uh, is there even any real talk about NFC East here? It's going to be the Cowboys. No, I mean you're the next best exactly. team in second place is the Eagles, and they're three and six, so you're three games under five hundred. Next best team behind them, Giants, three and six, so same thing. It's just, and I'm an Eagles fan, and it's upsetting to see, but at least they're not in last place. <laughs> but yes, the the second place team of that division is three games under five hundred. It's going to be the Cowboys. They're going to take this yeah division easily um i think they'll just do what cowboys do and i think they'll go one maybe maybe another round into the playoffs i don't think they'll end up going anywhere with it but as far as like getting to the playoffs you're gonna get to the playoffs you know purely because you are gonna win your division because your division is fairly garbage
1: their their fucking division looks like a fucking dumpster
0: fire which what happened to Washington? Washington was supposed to be like a, t- a top like three defensive team this year, and I've I have Over-hike. seen absolutely nothing from Washington.
1: Overhyped. Yeah. No. They got this. They got built up to be the next fucking Legion of Boom, and you can't show up to it. So they just figure out a way to torch you, and then your your confidence goes down. If you're a top supposed to be a top three defense, and then you come out in week three and you shit the bed, I mean. Like what do you expect to happen? No. Yeah. You're gonna look like shit. Like, and you're just gonna feel like shit. You get talked about poorly, you just play poorly.
0: So dropping down into the NFC North, <clears throat> same situation. You got a Green Bay Packers sitting at seven and two, but the Vikings are the very next team in second place in that division, and they are three and five. And then the Bears are 3-5, and five, and then obviously you have the Lions at 0-8. and 8. So I say the Lions bounce back and take that division. Just kidding. Um, yeah, it's the same as the NFC East. It's Packers are on top. They're going to stay on top. Your next best team is sub-500 by a couple games, and they're just not going to make those runs. Minnesota's got suffering the same thing as Washington. Minnesota was supposed to be a good game they're like we got Justin Jefferson we've got Dalvin Cook we've got Kirk Cousins coming in it's like we're we're gonna be a solid team turns out not that solid of a team I don't
1: know um,
0: I know Chicago wanted Justin Fields to play he's playing now he's not doing great but nope. I'll chalk that up to him being a rookie uh yeah it's but yeah you you guys you wait for Justin Fields to develop and he could be potentially a very good player for you and that well I, yeah. I and I have nothing to say about Detroit
1: <laughs> i would just like to say i think i think hands down detroit is going to go on win the division and win the fucking super bowl
0: devin hypothetically what if detroit was to just go on a tear and win every game from here on out and win that division somehow
1: to be honest i think even if they went on to, so here's the sad part even if they went on to win every single game oh wait no they would have a winning record they'd be
0: nine and eight they would be nine and eight i, mean, I don't think that'd be goes enough that, to win that division though I mean, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know
1: your voice got that high, Devin. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't either. No, but in all seriousness, Detroit has been a hot dumpster of just bullshit. Always have been. Always will be. Detroit will never be a good team. I don't care who you are. I don't care if I hurt your feelings. Fuck Detroit. Um, Chicago, again, same thing. You wanted a good quarterback. That's not your MO. You are a defensive first team. Build your fucking defense. Go get you a Jay Cutler and suck it the fuck up and be a fucking strong defensive team like you used to be. That's how you're going to win. That is Chicago in a nutshell. You think Chicago, you don't think massive franchise quarterbacks. You think big, beefy fucking tight ends and massive fucking linebackers. Minnesota, just fucking terrible. Whoever said Minnesota was going to be a great team, no, you have Kurt fucking Cousins. You traded Case Keenum, a good quarterback, for some no good ass bum named Kurt Cousins. Green Bay could fucking lose Rodgers for the rest of the year and still breeze through this division. Like it's, it's just hot fucking trash. I don't care who you are in this division.
0: Talk about a hot take! Wow, Devin sounds off. If you look at all these teams right here, they're actually all on losing streaks. Green Bay lost one, uh, Minnesota lost yeah. two, Chicago's lost three, and obviously Detroit's lost eight. So this is a division that's full of losing streaks right now. Interesting. Yeah. Well, all
1: right. Listen, you told me you wanted hot, fiery takes more, so I'm giving you hot, fiery that takes. That was Don't a hot fire. No.
0: That was a hot fiery <laughs> take. I was unprepared, but that was good. NFC South, um, whereas it is a tad bit closer with Tampa Bay 6-2, and and then New Orleans is 5-3. and three. Obviously, you have Atlanta, Carolina sitting down there at the bottom. I don't think either of them have the weapons to contend, so your only contender against the Buccaneers would be the Saints, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Saints may just have an okay so-so year, but it's, it's going to go to Tampa Bay. Uh, we all know that. They're going to finish off strong and win that division and then probably be favorites to go and repeat as Super Bowl champions.
1: Yeah. So, should I pick with my heart here, or should I go with uh, what I would like to see happen? Well, both. (laughs) Okay. So, my heart here says go with Tampa Bay. Right. Because, you know, it's Tom fucking Brady. Right. And New Orleans, they just lost their starting quarterback. Now they have to go with fucking Trevor Simeon who didn't mm-hmm. do bad, but he also didn't do great this this game. Um, not, Atlanta, not a deep run
0: person, though.
1: No. Right. In Atlanta, my opinion, you're going to be fucking Atlanta. You're going to have a... You may start off with a good season, or even possibly make it close, and then you're going to come four weeks away and just blow that. You know, because you blew 25 points in a fucking Super Bowl, so what's four games to you, right? Carolina, same thing. Just fucking trash ever since they went to that Super Bowl and Cam Newton sold it. Haven't been shit. But what I'd love to see happen is Tom Brady's fucking arm fall out of its socket or fall off and (laughs) then just play completely garbage and New Orleans somehow sweep in and take that division. Right. (laughs) But we all know it's not going to happen. Them repeating as Super Bowl champs, though, for Tampa Bay, I don't see that happening. But I will give you that prediction after we go through the division winners and shit.
0: All right, and the final division to talk about is actually a pretty highly contested division as far as number one and number two. Um, it's the NFC West, uh, Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks, and 49ers. Uh, obviously, the Seahawks are, I thought, Russell Wilson. Um, they're kind of slowly hanging in there. They still have some weapons. Um, I hear Seattle is supposed to be the uh, top preferred destination for OBJ. We'll see what happens. But even then, you still have to wait for Russell Wilson to get back before you could potentially even get... Uh, passes thrown to you. But I don't think even if Russ comes back, I don't think Seattle is going to have that manpower, firepower to be able to push themselves up to battle for that division. And San Francisco has just been a disappointment the past years since they went to the Super Bowl. So they're not going to get it. So it comes down to Cardinals Rams, which honestly, I think aside from AFC North and well, uh, and AFC West was tough. But as far as NFC, it's definitely the toughest uh, choice And I honestly think that Cardinals will falter. And I think that the Rams will take it. I think the Rams will end up pushing past the Cardinals. And I think that adding Von Miller to their defense will help them in the long run. And I think that Stafford will turn it up. Not that he hasn't turned it up already. Giannis, I know he had a bad game this past week. But I think Stafford will turn it up. I think Arizona will falter as far as like someone's going to get injured. Probably J.J. Watt. And then they'll just play average the rest of the season, and they'll kind of lose a few more games. And I think the Rams take this division. Well, damn,
1: are we on the same page for once? Kind of looks, sounds like it. Yeah. Because I was thinking the same thing. The Rams are just going to fucking win the division because somehow Arizona is going to lose just maybe one, one more game than the Rams do. But in my opinion, I think Seattle... Needs to just fucking tank the rest of the year, get a new quarterback, because Russell Wilson wants out anyway, Um, and then fucking San Francisco, you know, (laughs) you're shit, your coach sucks, fire your fucking coach and just move the fuck on, he hasn't been shit. Without Garoppolo, his record is crap, with Garoppolo, he's great, but Jimmy G can't stay healthy. In with fucking Arizona, you're a good team. You'll make a good playoff run. But you're not going to win a Super Bowl anytime soon. You're still too fucking young. And LA just is primed for that fucking Super Bowl run because you've got Matthew Stafford who's old. And not, yeah, Matthew Stafford, duh. And he wants it more than fucking Kyler Murray does at this point. Murray still has a whole fucking career. Matthew Stafford has, his career clock is ticking down to the end.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. And just for shits and giggles, let's do this. Let's go AFC champion and an NFC champion. What is your early midseason Super Bowl prediction?
1: Who are you taking for
0: the Super Bowl, sir? I'll give you my Super Bowl prediction first. NFC, I say it's going to be the Rams, I think it'll end up being, it'll either be Rams-Buccaneers or Rams-Packers for the uh, NFC championship, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give it to the Rams, Say the Rams take it, and then as far as AFC, I think it comes down to Ravens-Titans, and I think the Ravens take it, so I think your Super Bowl is Rams-Ravens.
1: I was going to second you on the Ravens part. Mm -hmm. Now, here's my question. I don't know the playoff, like, layout too much for a, for the NFL because it always confuses the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. But can divisional opponents, so, like, Arizona and L.A., can they face each other in the championship round?
0: I believe so. I mean, if you get in as the wild card, I don't see why not, I would think. Okay. Yeah. So then let's put it this way. My prediction for the
1: um, – NFC championship is Arizona LA. Okay. And I think LA takes it. And then I think for the AFC, it's going to be the um New England Patriots and the Baltimore Ravens.
0: Ooh, that's spicy right Bal- there. With
1: with Baltimore edging out New England. But hey. that Baltimore New England game, I think it's going to be like a 17 to 10 game or a 13 16 game. Yeah. It's going to be really fucking close. But I do think the Ravens will go into the Super Bowl and just fucking shit on the Rams.
0: Yeah. Rams, Ravens, Super Bowl. And I will say Ravens would probably end up winning it. Okay. That's my early predictions. So we both picked the Bills to win the division. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we both picked the Ravens to win the division, exactly. both took Tex uh, Titans, both took chargers. I think we were all on, I think we we're the same page on all of them. Both took yes. Cowboys, Packers, Buccaneers and Rams. Yep. So we both yep. had the same predictions for all the division winners. All right, cool. Alrighty then. So that was Devin and I's mid season predictions for division winners. Now, that episode was recorded on Sunday. Turns out, either Tuesday or Wednesday here, ESPN released their own version of this. Basically, they released an article that went through all the teams and you got the final record prediction, which obviously based upon that, you can see which team has the best record per division and figure out a division winner. So they kind of did the same thing. So I figured, what the hell, we'll add this little segment to the end and see where we stacked up to the professionals, quote unquote, and what their predictions were. So without further ado, here we go. All right, so according to them, they have the Buffalo Bills finishing at 12 and 5, the Miami Dolphins finishing at 5 and 12, the New England Patriots finishing at 10 and 7, and the New York Jets finishing at 5 and 12. So they have the Bills winning this division, basically saying that there's going to be a couple more like stumbling blocks along the way against some top-tier opponents, but at the end of the day, they will finish with the Bills one of the best records in their conference. So the experts picked the Buffalo Bills. Apparently they did not see the uh, strong New England surge or possible upset that Devin and I saw as they put uh, the Patriots at 10-7, and seven, basically stating that they still had two games against the Bills and also they had a game against the Titans, so they don't think they're probably going to win those. All right, moving on. They finished the Ravens off at twelve and five, the Bengals at eight and nine, the Browns at ten and seven, and the Steelers at nine and eight. So they basically don't give any credit to the Bengals, and they throw the Bengals into an eight and nine. They put them at a sub five hundred record by the end of the season. Basically saying that they get back to their form here in the next week, but as the season progresses It turns out to be a very daunting task to get wins, according to them. Basically, saying that the Ravens is the toughest part of their schedule, still looms, but they won't face a team with a losing record over the final seven weeks. So, they may have a couple tough games coming up here, but they finish off with a fairly easy schedule. All right. So, basically, they picked the Ravens to win that division. Now, Final one in the AFC: Houston Texans. They predict two and fifteen. Indianapolis Colts nine and eight. Jacksonville Jaguars four and thirteen. Tennessee Titans thirteen and four. So obviously they are picking picking the Tennessee Titans to win this division thirteen and four. And thirteen and four is actually the best record we've seen so far in the AFC. So right now they're sitting pretty. It's supposedly the best team to finish basically. They've completed the toughest portion of their schedule, and the games that they have left are against teams that don't have winning records, which bodes well considering they don't have Derrick Henry, and the only one in that division that could possibly give them a run for their money is the Colts, and basically they're saying the Colts cannot play well against playoff caliber teams, so if you're above 500 or you have a winning record, they're pretty much telling you the Colts can't stack up against you. All right, and I actually think I said the last AFC division, which I was wrong. This is the last AFC division. And it is the Denver Broncos, which they have finishing 9-8. The Kansas City Chiefs, they have finishing 9-8. The Las Vegas Raiders, they have finishing 9-8. And And the Los Angeles Chargers, they have finishing 13-4, which actually ties the Titans for best record in the AFC upon completion. And pretty much just say that they... uh, Chargers have a strong enough offense to carry them, you know, to the playoffs, and they have a defense that can hold up against the best of them. So, a defense that's pretty decent and can hold up, and an offense that's apparently very, very strong. And as far as for, like, obviously the Chiefs, uh, they have, says they have too many problems realistically, I think they could play better than 500 over the final eight games, over the final eight games, but a rugged finishing schedule. So, basically kind of how Devin and I were talking. The Chiefs are struggling this year and clearly you can tell, and they're just going to continue to struggle. Um, Something's going on there. We're not 100% sure what, but they are having too many issues to, I think, take that division. So they have the Chargers taking that one. All right, moving on to the NFC. This one's, well, not really a shocker one right here, but the Dallas Cowboys, 12 and five, New York Giants, seven and 10. Philadelphia Eagles 7-10, and 10, Washington football team 5-12. and 12. Obviously, they're picking the Cowboys to finish off this division and win it all. Basically, not too many would have predicted 12-5 and 5 at the start of the season, but it appears to be more realistic at the moment for the Dallas Cowboys. Obviously, no one thought they were going to do as well as they are doing, and they're actually just proving that they're a team to be reckoned with. So, you know, kudos to them. All right, moving on. The Chicago Bears, they have finishing 7-10. and 10. Detroit Lions, they have finishing 2-15. and 15. They're actually giving the Detroit Lions a couple wins. Hmm, interesting. Green Bay Packers, 13-4. And, and the Minnesota Vikings, 8-9. So basically, they have the Packers winning it. Basically, stating that the Packers only have three road games left. And two of them are against struggling teams, such as Detroit and Minnesota. So having five home games they got a pretty good chance to just kind of roll their way into the playoffs and get in another division win as the packers usually do but basically as far as like the lions are concerned they say the lions will continue to play hard but the schedule doesn't get any easier and they pretty much have to play perfect to win a game based on their talent level so it's not gonna be easy for them but there are a couple games where they think they can kind of squeak a win in and not have to go winless all right moving on the Atlanta Falcons. They say will finish eight and nine. The Carolina Panthers will finish seven and ten. The New Orleans Saints will finish ten and seven. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will finish fourteen and three, which right now is the currently the best record, finishing record that we've seen so far in all of these predictions. Basically, the schedule makers were kind of kind to Tampa Bay, and the Bucs have nine more games featuring opponents that are a combined twenty-eight and forty. Basically, their toughest foes that they have remaining are Buffalo and New Orleans, and those are at home. So you've got an okay Saints team and a fairly tough Buffalo team, but you're playing them at home. Other than that, you're really not playing anybody struggling or anybody strong. They're all struggling, so Tampa Bay's kind of got it easy. Now, Saints aren't doing horrible. Ten and seven, I. Didn't think that they would actually put them up there, so that's rather impressive. And Carolina, I I really don't know what happened to Carolina. They were looking so good, and then they just fell off. And what's even crazier is Christian McCaffrey's even back, and he's playing again, and they're still struggling. So it's like, what has happened? All right, and finally, to finish off the pros predictions, it is Arizona Cardinals, 15-2, best record in all of the predictions. The LA Rams to finish 12-5. San Francisco 49ers to finish 7-10, and and the Seattle Seahawks to finish 9-8. Basically saying that Wilson's return and improving defense will get the Seahawks' 9 wins, but it might not be enough for a playoff berth, because they would need to either upset the Rams or the Cardinals, which they do not see happening. Now, as far as the Rams, they say they'll watch for the Rams to finish the second half of the NFC West behind the Cardinals. One of three tough road matchups they have in the second half of the season, along with the Packers and the Ravens. So, it seems like they have a bit of a tough road ahead of them. The Rams do, so that's why they get in the 12-5 and record. Um, basically saying the Cardinals have a relatively easy final eight games, but could slip one more as they do have to play the Rams on Monday Night Football. Or possibly they do have to play the Cowboys in Dallas, but they're pretty much picking the Cardinals to take the cake and go 15-2. And the Cardinals will win that division so that's the experts opinions that's stacked up to ours obviously there are a couple of differences but some of them are pretty self-explanatory especially something like the nfc east um where it's philadelphia and uh, dallas and all of them they've pretty much got that under wraps and yeah dallas is clearly gonna win that one all right well that's that that wraps up this episode it actually went a little bit longer than I thought. I thought it was just going to be a breeze right through it, but we actually kind of got a little bit more in-depth and talked about it more, which I am absolutely 100% fine with, that we chit-chatted about it a little bit content. more. Exactly. So, <laughs> follow the podcast, guys. Subscribe to the podcast, whichever platform you guys listen on, so you guys can keep up to date with brand new episodes as they are released, considering we're actually been on a tear recently. We've been releasing episodes like almost on a bi-daily basis, and I've been loving it, and I'm not looking to slow down anytime soon, so... Look for the episodes to keep on coming out. And yeah. we, we, we'll we see you in the next episode as we watch as the NFL continues to unfold. All right. We'll see you guys later. Have a great evening.
1: Be safe, everyone.
0: Our podcasts exist because of listeners like you. To find other great shows, head over to the den.show. Thanks for listening.